2020. I can't believe it. Can you it. believe it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was just saying, like, a lot of us probably thought we would never get to this point. Oh, I yeah. There have been many moments. And it's funny. I've been going through Bill's, um, the goal sheet, but it also has mm-hmm. a pamphlet of, like, looking back on the last year. And it just talks about all the, like, the highs and the lows. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there were, there were some lows this year for everyone, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, there really so, was. Yeah, so good riddance. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Let's, let's move forward. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I was thinking about that this morning too. Like, obviously, like preparing for what we're all going to talk about. Hi, Dad. Good morning. Oh, um, made it. <laughs> he has four days off, so I'm really excited for him. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, and he sent me this cool shirt yesterday. I got it in the mail. I can't wait. Can you pull the camera yeah. down? I can't see. Yeah, sorry. It's like it's just oh, the American America. flag and it's pink. <laughs> Yeah, but this it's this really cool project. It's called Till Valhalla Project. Okay. And uh, Army uh, veteran, or Marine veteran, excuse me, I think, uh, started this company. And my dad got, like, involved with them. And he sent me this because um, he thought I would like it, which I do. And uh, <laughs> they make pl- plaques for fallen soldiers. Oh, like, he wow. came back. And so, but they are able to fund their project through selling apparel. And I thought that was just really cool. Well, there you go. But anyways, you funded the plaques. Yeah, well, that and it's for like suicide prevention and, and all those things post combat. So it was really in line with like balanced veterans. And, you yeah. know, I just, I love that stuff. So, anyways, yeah. Um, yes, looking back at uh, the year is what we were talking about. Yes, and, it is. <laughs> oh my God, what a year. I'm ready to what move on, like you said. Yeah. Um, but first, I think we should kind of like recap some highlights of where we started last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Technically, we started in March, so right before the pandemic hit, um, with the girls' trip. And yep. I was prepared today, Leanne. Yep. I made note cards for every <laughs> single person. <laughs> I didn't want to write that much, so I typed mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so professional. Look at us. See, well, lots no, of growth actually, in 2020. <laughs> well, typing is a stretch. I spoke it into my phone and then used the notes on my phone, transferred it to Word. <laughs> Simon tries to get me to do that all the time and it just feels so unnatural to me like I can't like I'm such like a typer or like a writer that to do that just feels so out of the ordinary but I love that you're able to do that it's it's pure efficiency I'm just like all right I know what I need to say put it on paper don't have to think about it yeah no I love that I I mean I like I said I wish I've tried a few times and I'm just like (laughs) it was in the summer and I was just walking around outside my pool like like, (laughs) talking into it and I was like this doesn't feel right no (laughs) (laughs) but um uh, the, like I said, it started with the girls trip and I didn't know what to write. I just wrote this <laughs> dream weekend. It really was. It was so fun. It was everything it was... I could have ever wanted. It was all my Aww. favorite people together. And I and literally I, just cried the entire time. I know. And that's what I was about to say. Like, I had never seen you so like emotional in like a positive way. Like I've never seen you that emotional period. Cause you always did a great job at like no, 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 so like, we're holding it in. <laughs> and so to see you like that, I knew how much it meant. And, and, and that, that was part of my favorite part of the episode too, was just like the sweet things you had to say about every single person. And you just like poured your heart on the table. And, and even Haley, um, she was like, after she listened to the one episode, she's like, I just really feel like I know her. <laughs> and I was Aww. like, that's cause that was you. Like that was her whole heart and you put it out there through and, and, and through. it was really sweet. 
I like get emotional even thinking about it. And I did not want to cry today. Um, <laughs> but I do. No, I mean, like, I, like, I don't even think people understand just how heavy that episode was for me because I wanted to do this podcast and this thing and, and all that. And like the people that were on that trip were the people that like encouraged me to keep going. And like throughout my whole life, like that whole, like two years through all that. And it was just, it was, it was me. My heart was open and look what it brought. Like, yeah, I'm, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of like proud of the fact that I just went for it, but I did. I thought about that trip for like, I, I sat on it for almost a year before I even asked y'all if you would go, because I was like, no one's going to want to do this. Like, this is so weird. And I mean, everybody just jumped in and it was the best. It was the absolute best. That was part of the cool part for me to see too, was that like you had been thinking about it and kind of like peddling whether or not you were going to say something and ask and, and you did, you put yourself out there and you asked and, and it came to be. And I think that was what was so heavy too for you was like, I've thought about this exact thing and I had the and guts it played to make out. it happen. Yeah. It and played it out to a T like so perfectly, but yeah. then there was like moments I could have never like expected, you know, like there was yeah. like, I laughed so hard that trip. Like I have never like laughed that much, like over a period of like three days, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was nonstop. And it was just, it was, it was such a release. It was so cool. It was a good so, group. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's, that's episode one. Go back and listen to it. If you want to know why um, I wanted to continue with um, HTC and how Leanne, like, I, I still can't believe that you said yes sometimes. Like, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, here we are. Sometimes I can't believe it because it's like not, not a me thing to just like put myself out there and, and, you know, be ballsy. But I was like, you know what? Like it felt right. And it was your, your attitude and, and like the passion behind, like you knew this is what you wanted to do and you knew like it was spreading good things and, and you're meeting new people, making great connections. And I was like, why would I say no to that? You know? Yeah, I but like I have that, yeah, I have that guilt where like I I thought that and then I was so overtaken by the um the weekend that when it came to actually do it, I just fell into like old patterns. I'm like, <laughs> nope, can't do it. Shut down. Like I couldn't get it together. I couldn't like I couldn't even have like a format because I was just trying to just let it be free flowing. But I was so overwhelmed with everything that I kind of like became a brat. That's what I do. Like when I'm like, oh, but really? no, I this isn't how I that. saw it going <laughs> internally, I think. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Internally. And I'm just like, damn. But then I didn't want to listen to the episode back. And I was like, crap, I'm doing it again. Like I'm getting so excited to do something and I'm not following through on it mm -hmm. because of my own like fear or whatever, just things not going the way I think that they should go. And yeah. then when I listened to it back, it was just like, again, you ladies, like lifting me up, pulling me oh. through it, not letting me like sink any deeper than I already was. And that episode was just so special to me. And I'm just so thankful that we have it like recorded that I can listen to it, you know, 20 years from now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I can't even listen to the part, the, just the sweet things you say about me. I'm just like, Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> Even still, I know exactly what you say, but still hearing you say it, it's very sweet. Well, it's and it funny. Fun. And I, don't, I don't know if I even told you this, but like, well, that like six months before I had even asked y'all if you guys would come, I was writing those notes prior oh, wow. to all this stuff before I even asked you guys. Cause I'm like, 
why do I want to do this? Like, why would it, why would this work? And why wouldn't it, you know, me just yeah. reasoning the hell out of anything <laughs> until it makes sense. And, and yeah, I was, I was writing those things and it's like, I have to at least try. Yeah. And then when it happened and the big moment for me is when we were sitting on that tree at the OHO. Yeah. And we kept getting in trouble for talking and all that stuff. <laughs> and then Jenna packed us this like incredible like lunch and I just like broke down. It was all my favorite people sitting around a picnic table drinking out of coconuts. And I was like, life is good. <laughs> We're doing okay. <laughs> We're doing all right. <laughs> so anyways, but when we came back, we sat on that episode or we, I say I sat on that episode for about a month and a half and you so patiently waited. And then you delivered with like the best second guest ever in oh, Steve. Oh yes, Steve. Yes. I love Steve. That was our first episode during the pandemic. Yeah, it was. This is the first episode we were like, how are we going to do this and still keep going and make it work? And Steve was like our guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like one of the first times I'd ever Zoomed, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, am I doing this right? Like, we, the link. I think I'm okay. I don't know. We were all like, I was looking back at the video, like making my note cards and stuff. And it's just, it's just funny. We were, we were just trying to keep it together. But inside, yeah. I think we were like, Ugh. panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it in my voice. When I listen back, I can like really hear it. Really? And I, yeah. 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 And part of it was, I wasn't wearing headphones too, which we have learned and grown along the way. We have, <laughs> we have, we're learning, we're learning, but what was your takeaways? I, so my favorite part of Steve's was I, so I've always said this about Steve. I admire his self-motivation so much. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask him, like, where does it come from, you know? And I didn't really know what to expect, but his answer, like, really surprised me about, do you remember the field day story where his, his grandparents were watching him and he was, I, I don't know, I think it was elementary school and, and he won every single event except for like two and he got like second place in those two. Um, mm -hmm. And the coaches were like, you can't do that. And, and he did it. And it was all just to like impress and appease his grandparents and his grandparents. And, yeah, just to, to seek approval from, from them. And he said it's, that's followed him through his whole life. And that's not really like a, it's not like an admirable, like positive reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like very much like weight from, behind it. Yeah. And, and insecurity. And I just think that that's like such a, it was such a great lesson for me because like, it's such a great quality, right. To be self-motivated. Like he, Oh my gosh. Yeah. at the gym every day like he eats well he does he's the perfect client he does exactly what I tell him to do um mm -hmm. but it comes from a kind of a dark place and I just think that that's that I found that actually going through a, a few of the episodes just that theme. it's really wild the undercurrents isn't it I, yeah. I think it was like a oh, real like lesson in like psychology to go back and like look at all the stuff both from like you and I and like what yeah. we've like taken from this and, and for like just the common theme throughout like people in general I think it's really interesting um I love that you said kind of like the darkness that you know kind of followed him through because what I found was um his joy. That's what I wrote down. Ah. Steve was all about joy. And I love yeah. that because it was one of those things where like all that stuff could have really crippled him, you know, For emotionally, sure. spiritually, mentally, whatever. And he hasn't let it. He right. just keeps going. And that's something that I love about Steve. And he's so joyful about it. Um, yeah. And he, he really talked a lot about in the episode about creating the joy with the time that you have. 
and mm -hmm. why he was, I think that's why he's able to self-motivate himself. Cause that is what it's about. It's about making his minutes and his moments count. And I love right. that about him. Yeah. And we learned about NAMI.org um, in that episode, which is the National Alliance of Mental Illness. And they've been such a source for information that I didn't know prior to talking to Steve. I know he's yeah. really involved with that. Um, so that's been cool. And that was the first episode my dad ever listened to. <laughs> he called me. Thanks, and so that one holds, yeah, he, uh, that one holds a special spot for me because he called me and he told me how good we did and uh, you know, and that he really liked Steve. So that was a cool one. Yeah. That was a cool yeah. one. So. And then oh. after that, we had guided path coaching with Katie. Katie. So explain how you know Katie. Katie and I went to high school together. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I, um, I thought. But we that. didn't really like know each other that well. I mean, like, that's not fair. We knew who each other were, but we didn't spend a lot of like quality time together. Um, then, and I always regretted that cause I always liked her. She always felt like kind of like a warm hug. You know what I mean? Aww. She was just always that sweet, sweet person. And I just she really liked sweet. her. So it was funny. Um, cause she opened up about a lot of stuff on that episode. Yeah. And we talked a lot about like that inner child kind of it. It was almost a continuation of like Steve essentially, yeah. you know, that yeah. undercurrent. Yeah. Um, what were your takeaways from Katie? Well, so my favorite part about Katie's had to be the end when she guided us through the meditation because I just never, I never like had a conversation with someone and then meditated with them, like guiding it. It's usually like if we meditate, it's in a yoga class and like mm -hmm. her whole demeanor and even her voice changed. And I remember it just being, she talked about the cord grounding you to the earth and like your love, like shining a light up into the sky and like Part of me is like trying to pay attention. Part of me is. Hold on, Leanne. I think you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Can you hear me? You Can cut you out me? for a minute. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so I was. Plugged just in, light yeah, out. <laughs> light, light out. Exactly, exactly. And I was just like, part of me is like trying to pay attention, but the other part of me is like, how the heck does she come up with this stuff? Like, it was just very clear. Like she's, that's what she should be doing. Like I you agree. Just an instant sense of like calm and, and calm, confident, ease. purposeful. Yeah. Like it was beautiful. I remember it that was. too. Yeah. What Cause we ended up like hanging up the phone and we were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I should go take a nap now. <laughs> I think I'm good for a little bit. I think I'm yeah. good for a little bit. Um, I like that one. Like we just talked a lot about like that inner child and yeah. um, there was just some funny moments, I think, you know, throughout, throughout that episode. There was some aha moments for me because I was, I was, am, and continue to always be kind of like connecting to like younger parts of myself to understand why maybe I act the way that I do or whatever, or where that comes from. And yeah. so I found that episode just really, really like revealing, honestly. Um, well, and I love what you've talked about before about how your kids being certain ages has brought out memories from when you were that age and I was just like oh my gosh crap like I've never thought about scary that. yeah <laughs> it, it's almost to the point where it's like oh my god am I like tuned in too much to this <laughs> because this is like a lot yeah but yeah there, there's things and I continue to have them like honestly almost like on a weekly basis I would say <laughs> of just like oh my gosh I was exactly that way as a kid and and here's how we dealt with it. Here's what I want to do different than what my parents did. And those are like hard pills to swallow sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
but they're awesome. And I, I think it's cool to kind of tap into those, those parts of you. I think you have to, right? Definitely. Like especially if, if there's any like unresolved feelings there and, and you said stuff that you didn't even know you had, you know, just getting brought up and it's, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, thank God I don't have kids. I'm not ready for, for that yet. <laughs> We're never <Wondering>. ready. <laughs> We're never ready for yeah. any of our lessons. I think has yeah. kind of been the lesson <laughs> for yeah. me, especially in 2020. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so wild, but I feel that. A, lot, a lot about other things too, just like needing that constant validation, like what Steve talked about. Um, and she kind of, and she opened up too about like sexual harassment in the workplace. And I, I don't want to, I mean, that was a bold thing that she had to experience. And I thought yeah. she really talked about it really, really well. And in a, in a way that was like beneficial to other people that have maybe had to deal with that. Cause it's yeah. a shitty position to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, Oh my gosh. After that, we moved and we got to hang out with Rachel and her beautiful purple hair. And <laughs> I just wrote down this. I'm going to show you my cards cause they're so funny. <laughs> badass <laughs> Rachel she is she's in a, a word, badass yeah. Um, yeah, she, is. she was so cool to come and hang with us and and talk about um mother's hemp her cbd company that she created out of a need that she needed for herself and that to me simplifies like such a badass woman right I agree. Like, see a problem I'm gonna solve it and I'm like yes I want to talk to you yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And not just that, like, so I loved her whole message about like plants over pills again. Like we always seem to come back to this theme and she had fibromyalgia and her medications weren't working. And then she had side effects from the medications on top of that. And she, first of all, she like changed her entire diet to try to fix things naturally. And then like realized how much CBD helped her fibromyalgia symptoms and, and then, like you said, took it into her own hands and created her own company. Like the the research and the the science that went into that, like she, so much. she worked hard. Yeah, and but it just shows like some people like if if they are backed into a corner and they they need relief. Like she needed relief. Like she said, mm -hmm. she she couldn't get out of bed some days, and and. And then it created this whole beautiful company that she, you know, is a part of. And she's helped your kids and she's helped like she's helped, so yeah. many people. And I just think that that's so cool. I love that. And she tailors it to the person. And, and I love that. She really does take time to get to know like what's hurting you. And I think the only way that people can really operate out of a place like that and run like a business like that is if they've experienced those low lows too. I thought it was really commendable that she spoke a lot about going to the doctors and like not getting answers and, and that right. frustration like that. We've all been in that spot of yeah. going somewhere and just being so down <laughs> or hurt and, and not being able to um, know why or get relief from that in any yeah. sense. And I, I thought that was really, really cool. I think she's yeah. amazing. I could yeah, talk to is. her all day. She's, she's just great. Very so. sweet. Sweetheart. Yeah. Yes. Dun, okay. dun, dun. Then, we, <laughs> then we came to Dana, my mother Willow, the, no. the tree in Pocahontas. She yes. is that for me. She just she is. She's so cute. And an ironic thing happened yesterday when I was making these um, notes. She messaged me like right when Aww. I was writing her name on a card, and I thought it was really cool and very timely. Um, and, and right she in just, line with Dana too. <laughs> right in line with Dana. So in line with our friendship and, and how it came to be. And um, 
she just sent me a message, which was so sweet, a voicemail just saying, I hope you're doing well. I'm thinking about you. You're on my mind and breathe in and exhale. And that's all she said. And it was so uh-huh. needed and it was so beautiful. And that's Dana. <laughs> that is Dana. <laughs> so, um, is yeah, Dana. her episode was really cool. It came probably like month two or three into COVID, I think is what I remember. Because yeah. some of my notes that I wrote down were that it was my first time hearing of Antifa. <laughs> which I thought was really interesting. Um, And then we were really curious if COVID was going to be around and even anything in the flu season. And here we are. The answer is yes. Pass the answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, that she's just so interesting. Um, That was, sorry, go ahead. No, Go go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that was one of the first episodes that like we would go in and kind of have an idea of what we were going to talk about. 180 like had no idea the episode no idea would be about doing research because we were just asking her hey what are you reading right now and she's like mm-hmm. actually i'm i'm like on the news and and figuring out like what this antifa stuff is all about and and the black lives matter and, and who's behind it and it was just like a whole thing and I, and I was just like whoa like yeah i didn't see that coming but it was amazing i love it was a great conversation yeah and my favorite part about it, though, was uh, her psilocybin story about mm-hmm. how she had found out after her dad passed away, she found out all this information about her family that m- made rocked her realize, her. rocked her world and mm-hmm. changed, changed her life and her relationships for good. Um, and she was trying to deal with all that. And she went into the woods with some friends and um, they took psilocybin and they she said she was like having a really hard time. Like her body was just shaking and, and her husband was telling her to let go. And she walked into the woods and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing her entire story, but I just thought it was so it's, No, keep going. Cause it's beautiful. Um, and you can hear it. I mean, they can go back and listen anytime you want to any of these. Yeah, and and hear you could feel her emotion and it, it was amazing to see. She just went in the woods and she was just crying uncontrollably and, and, all of a sudden she just yelled out like, I want to be a good mom. And, and that with those words, like she let go of like the weight of even I get emotional th- talking. No, about I know. It. I'm like, yeah. Of it was her heavy. With, yeah. With, with her mom and then that relationship that she has to mourn now and, and how she wants to be different for her kids. And I just thought that was like, that is a testament to the therapy that we can get from plants. Like, that's yeah. just one Plants over story. Pills yet again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really, really interesting. It, oh, hi, Jacqueline. Oh, <laughs> I know. I just waved at her. So sweet. <laughs> so that's funny that you say that because um, my favorite moment, I mean, there were so many throughout that whole thing, um, mm-hmm. was when you opened up about your kind of story of release. And I don't know if you remember this. This is when you talked about when you went for that nighttime run. Mm-hmm. And that moment you had, and I like get goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> I still do too. I still do too. I, uh, do you want me to just tell it? Under the faucet. Explain yeah. it. Yeah. So I had just gone through like a, a pretty bad breakup and I was having trouble sleeping. So I would go on like runs at night, which it probably isn't safe, but that's, I was just trying to let the energy out. And, um, so I'd run around my parents' neighborhood and, uh, I would listen to sermons from the church that I was going to at the time. Um, And one of the sermons I was listening to was about um, being under the faucet of spirituality. So like 
um, staying involved with your community and listening to, you know, in, in their, in their terms, it was like listening to like sermons and, and, um, going to church, basically and keeping involved. the word of God, like in your life, and as I'm listening to that, I'm running across my middle school football field and all the sprinklers just start shooting up out of nowhere and just, I get drenched. Um, and I just stopped in the middle of the field and just started sobbing. And I was like, okay, like it was the first time since like feeling the pain of, of that breakup that I, I felt like I was in the right place. Like, okay, mm. I, I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm, I'm working through this and it's hard, but, but like someone's looking out for me. And, and that yeah. was, I'll never forget that my, for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite, one of my favorite parts of it. Aww. Cause you were like, that was the first time I ever felt like I had like just somebody speaking directly to me in a way that I'd never had it before. And without yeah. words, <laughs> it was yes. very, very evident. No what was words happening. needed. And yeah. I'm a very literal person. Like I'm pretty naive and I need, like I, when someone tells me something, I think of it in literal terms. It's like listening to stay under the faucet, being drenched by, but by they're like sprinklers. here you go yeah yeah I was like I think I okay I get it <laughs> thank you it makes sense now I think that's how a lot of like lessons happen though it's never like I don't know you're not like curled up with a book having these big intellectual moments they're usually like things that are so far-fetched that it's like so literal and to the point that you're like oh, okay <laughs> okay and enough to Got like it. rock you back like oh like oh okay I need to get out of my own you know dramas and and move like figure out a way forward because I, I am supported and I've got a lot of good support in my life and, and that yeah. was just it was a good message really that good was message. a really good <laughs> message that was awesome oh my gosh after that one we sat down with Jocelyn and Brie which was wild <laughs> it was the first time I think we were really intimidated going into a conversation together because yeah. we didn't know what to expect mm -hmm. it was right after George Floyd it was like a couple months, I think, after George Floyd, but all okay. the the riots and stuff were, were happening, and um, it was still, like, in the news constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we had Jocelyn and Brie, <clears throat> excuse me, Jocelyn had been on season one. She's the can of doula. Um, she's just one of those people that can sucker punch you with wisdom, and mm -hmm. we thought, okay, let's kind of balance the scales. You bring your, bring one of your friends, and we met yeah. Brie, and oh my yeah. gosh, what a moment <laughs> like, like a wise soul <laughs> She's both just, of them they just speak yeah. so much good they're they're women that I like to listen to and learn from um because mm -hmm. they have a perspective that we'll never have mm -hmm. being African-American women going through this and so um I, I thought it was insightful you talk about episodes where your voice shakes I feel like that was mine I felt like I was just like really nervous to just kind of let go and be myself I think um I didn't have a lot of confidence in that topic and I probably still right. don't because I'm still right. learning. We, we all are. Um, but I did learn a lot and I just, my respect for them just continues to grow like immensely. Yeah. So, um, there are some funny moments though on such like a heavy, um, topic. Cause we talked to say her name, racial injustice, black femmes, um, yeah. and, and them as African-American women feeling the need to teach us. And how yeah. they don't really want that responsibility. And yeah. I don't blame them. But if we can't talk to our friends or to people about this stuff, how do we have these conversations? I don't know. Right. 
So it was, it was heavy, but like I said, there was some funny moments. And one of my favorites was, do you remember when uh, Jocelyn was talking about her 23 and me results? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> her mom told her her whole life. She was Ethiopian. And I don't think she even had a, a percentage of Ethiopian no. in her. And you had like this really funny thing. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do mine. Find out I'm Ethiopian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny to like, listen back to. You never loved it. You never know. But that, how about for you? What did that episode, what was your experience? I think just the overall feeling of afterwards, because I was very nervous to, to misspeak, to say the wrong words, and, um, you know, even to put my opinion out there, because it was at a very fragile time where I didn't, I didn't feel right giving my opinion. My opinion wasn't needed, I, I felt like. And, um, yeah, yeah, who am I to even think about exactly. this? Like, this doesn't exactly. affect me, but it does. Yeah, yeah, and and so I think just feeling all that discomfort, but still making it through that conversation, and and we're still friends, and and they heard, you know, they they shared their perspective with us, and we shared ours with them, and and when it's your perspective, it's not wrong, and I think that it's yes. it's just yours, you know, and and that message for me was really good because everything turned out fine, and I have a way of like catastrophizing in my head, like oh god, like this this could be. A, a weird thing and my yeah. mind's like just don't do it <laughs> yeah and it was, we did it <laughs> yeah and it was cool to hear like them say the same thing reflected back to us about how they're feeling you know mm -hmm. like I, I thought that was really crazy the one one takeaway which wasn't like a positive happy it was it kind of brought sadness but like one thing that we all have in common was kind of how we sweep things under the rug like Yes. Like they were talking a lot about how, um, I don't even know how to word this. You have to go back and listen to it, but we get into mm -hmm. this like conversation within that episode about, um, how we kind of cover up things within our family Yeah, and, and we repress a lot of things and how and they feel the it too way. and turn the other way. And it's like a cultural thing. And, um, damn, I hate that. That's what brings us together. I know. <laughs> I know, but that, it is that's good what to, was sad for me. Yeah, but it was it's good, good to, to know. find those things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it was overall like I was so proud of us for doing that, and and honestly, it was them. Like they made it doable. They were so mm -hmm. sweet and patient, and um, and I'm I'm really thankful for that conversation because I felt just because of that discomfort, I felt like in that hour and a half, I I grew as a person completely. Yeah, good things come from discomfort. We're learning that, right, 2020? That was, tw yeah, that, exactly. That is the motto of 2020. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So who do we talk to next? So we had Julian now. The one um, and only. The one and only, yes. And she, uh, she's, her whole vibe is just positivity, relaxation, and my favorite thing about Julianne is obviously because cannabis is legal there, just the effortless way she talks about how it's changed her life and her, is it her boyfriend or her husband as well? Yeah, her husband. I think I her believe husband. they're married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. We're going to be talking um, to him next season. Fabian's yeah. coming on and we're going to learn all about the organization that she kind of alluded to um, in yeah. her episode. And I'm so excited. So go ahead. And, <laughs> and just the life that they're building together. Like they, it's incredible. Like like what we talked about the girls trip, like you manifested that girls trip and it was so emotional because it was right in front of your eyes and you made it happen. Like 
they are doing that and they are helping veterans and, and they are doing it with yoga and cannabis and meditation um, and probably in Reiki, I think she talked a little bit about Reiki, which I hadn't heard about until uh, that episode too. Um, I just, I, I think talking about those things in a calm and, and like a, it's a normal thing um, will help people understand more. And she, she does that to a T and that's why I love it. Yeah. I completely agree. We talked a lot about like intuition and trusting your gut and stuff. And the big takeaway for me, cause I, she, Julianne's one of those people that you can just talk to for forever. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can, I know you said that you were like, I just kind of listened to you guys ramble for a while, like in that episode, cause you were just taking it all in. I was. But, um, she, she had this moment where she was talking about, um, when she first started doing Reiki with, with clients and stuff. And she talked about how she was so exhausted, like afterwards, cause it was just like taking from her and she didn't know how to like refill it, you know? And, and I had a lot of that with season one. So that really stood oh. out to me because I was just like learning about all these things. Right. And it was, it, it was pulling from me because I wasn't dealing with those things within like my own life. So to say it was like, again, that mirror was held up and it was shining back at me. Like you better fix this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like, no, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so to see her talk about how she um, was able to then not experience that either so often or at all um, mm-hmm. by like really just connecting with herself and dealing with those things. Um, I, it was a big lesson for me that I needed to hear that like, okay, other people go through that too. You, you, you start to like put yourself out there and do all these things that you're, you're trying to help people. But if you're not like helping yourself, then you can't do any of it. Right. It's not going to work. And I, I thought that was a really <coughs> cool lesson. And I thank Julianne for that. So, yeah. And she's a big and- supporter of ours too, which I love. And She's helped us with, you know, our winter wellness and you can go balance your chakras with her on our IGTV if you're interested. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then up next, we had pivot with Claire, my client, Claire, I've known Claire for, I think it's going on like five years now. And, um, she's been through a lot, a lot, um, so much. But, yeah. From her back injury to, um, just dealing with the the medications she had to take because of that and getting off of them and, and um, her child being diagnosed with autism. And and that's what we mainly focused on, on the episode. Um, And just Claire's thoroughness and how she like puts her heart literally from the very beginning where she had a list of caveats because she didn't want to like that language about autism and especially having to do with people's children. Like that is a hot button subject and she was prepped and ready and prepped us and and it was just like it was wonderful it was perfect (laughs) yeah I wrote came to educate and that made me really happy (laughs) that made me really really happy that's Claire Um, yeah she just I I loved her whole episode because it was um for me it was all about like that mindset and motion and that's how you continue to get through these really hard things and that's what she's always done she's She's been able to kind of, you know, sit in her lessons and then keep moving through them. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's, like you said, she's been through so much. And I I thought it was really cool. Um, And I'm I'm glad that we created a safe space for her to to be able to share that stuff and and to get the HTC community some really good resources because she put so much thought, so much energy, and and so much of herself into the resources that she provided us. And I just thought it was fantastic. 
Yeah. And it was cool to talk about my kids um, in, in that light too, because I've, I've walked a little bit of that walk um, myself. So that was a fun one for me. It was nice yeah. to have someone to relate to. Yeah. And so. just speaking of like putting her heart and soul into things too, um, she started her own cookie business because she couldn't, she at the time couldn't go back to work. Her back was in too much pain and she just started a cookie business out of her own kitchen and it's, it's growing. It's Calliope cookie company. Um, go check her Instagram out. She's awesome. Beautiful. Like, and she can do anything and, <laughs> and, and she teaches classes on how to decorate cookies and she does kits that you can do at home. Um, we got one for Easter and I, I did it with Clayton's mom. Like it was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's, she's just fantastic. So if, if you're uh, on the market for cookies, Calliope Cookie Company, that's your girl. <laughs> yeah. And she's partnered with her sister, you know, mm-hmm. with Van Dominic's and um, their bakery and they have like all the goods, all the goods. It was so cool. We got to go out and support them at their first farmer's market. First and that one. was just so cool to see them just out there living it. It was, yeah. it was awesome. That was such a great moment. And prepped and ready. <laughs> prepped and ready. Everything was perfect. You know, that, that's just Claire. She doesn't do anything partially. If she's, yeah. if she's decided she's doing it. And that's, that's what I love about Claire. That's what you guys have in common, to be honest. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, thank you this morning for that. I got you, girl. I just got lots of lots of energy, and I need to put it somewhere. Which yeah. reminds me, actually, of the person that we had on after, which was Ron, who is my twin, <laughs> yeah. and it's creepy. That's mm-hmm. that's. We're, I think we're the same person. I know. There were parts of the conversation I was like, "Should I even be here?" <laughs> I like FOMO. I was like, "Oh well." I like astrology too. <laughs> I'm cool as well. I'm cool as well. Well, oh, you also like me. Just, yeah, he is so. Um, I, I I can't say enough good things about him. I just love him. I just feel like he's my brother. Like like I don't know. I just I love him so much. I love what he's building. Um, I don't know if you saw he posted. He's actually got COVID. He contracted COVID, oh, shit. and he I is, did not know that he has been really sick. Um, he's on the mend, uh, but yeah, uh, take it seriously. He says, so, (laughs) you know, uh, take that for what it's worth, but yeah, he's really sick. Um, but his episode was awesome. I I loved hearing about like his, his, um, punk rock background, his need to just kind of say F you to everybody. We, like I said, we we got a lot in common. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, just to see him really like open up about one, what cannabis has done for him too. And, and that struggle with faith. I think that's where um, faith and cannabis and, and that struggle of, am I doing something right, wrong, indifferent? Um, he and I, we, I mean, we, we face those same, those same battles and those same struggles. So mm-hmm. that conversation and any conversation I have with him and any of these people, honestly, just means so much to me. Yeah. Uh, what was your moments with Ron? Well, in general, his vulnerability about sharing his story and about his PTSD and depression after being in Iraq and coming home and, and he saw a void in, in veterans not getting the help they needed and, and he's filling it. And specifically, one thing he mentioned that I had just never thought about, I've never been in the military, nobody in my family's in the military, um, is how structured their life is like on purpose from the second they wake up in the morning to the second they go to bed every single day. And they're 
doctor's appointments are scheduled for them and everything is everything is scheduled and then to get thrown back into civilian life and have to reinvent yourself and um, go back to essentially like a clean slate or an empty schedule and yeah that I, no I, schedule no plan what do you do what do you do and that combined with PTSD like I I had a hard enough time going from like like clients to the gym closing and, and me losing a lot of them. And, and my schedule was pretty wide open. And I, I was depressed from that. Like I, I had anxiety from that. And, and so I can't imagine for years just having every part of your life structured and then jumping back into a, a blank slate. That's and he enlisted young was not yeah. like, a ton of experience traveling and doing these things. And he was yeah. just sent to like all these different areas. And I think that's so common amongst veterans. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just hats off all the way. Like he's yeah. just, he's incredible. And, and I love what he's building. More. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with balanced veterans. He's yeah. doing good things. It's so it's fun to so, watch. So yeah. yeah, and he's get got a lot of stuff coming up too. So 2021 is going to be good for them. I'm, I'm pumped. He's just got to get feeling well. So we're yeah. sending all the love and, and, and goodwill wishes your way, Ron. So yeah. after Ron, oh my gosh, my Chad. favorite person, one of my favorite people in my entire life, um, my business coach, Chad, okay. <laughs> he joined us. He, I, I, I love Chad. I know you do. <laughs> he was our first person back after we, or I, or whatever happened that abrupt, we're taking a month off. Um, oh, yeah. That was a we. It was we. That was a we. Okay, good. Okay. I don't know. I it feel like we. sometimes I'm just impulsive and like, can we do this? Because I'm crazy and can't handle it. It's just ideas. <laughs> You're the idea girl. I'm the yay or nay. Hopefully you should there be There we go. Yay. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, we took all of August off and then we came back and we sat down with Chad um, and, and that whole month of August was actually spawned um, from a conversation that I had in my development coaching with Chad. And then I called Leanne after we hung up. We talked through some things. We took the rest of the month off. And then we came back and we talked with Chad um, about burnout, about the importance of rest, about healthy leadership, and a, and a lot about loneliness and how that can really happen, especially when you're trying to build something or grow something. It, it's incredibly isolating. It doesn't matter if it's a business. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, we spend a lot of our lives alone, and that can suck sometimes. So, um, especially was, this year. Nice to, yeah, this year especially. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know. I just any again any conversation I have with Chad, I just leave like feeling like I can can do better. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. And not just that you can, but he gives you the tools. And that's what I loved. I wrote down, um, mm -hmm. like I said earlier, I like, I'm a very literal person and he had practical steps for, he doesn't just like rest can be such like an elusive broad term, um, right. but to have a plan for rest is, is the way you can ensure that you're actually getting like mental rest, even though your body's it, it, while your body is resting as well. Cause it's easy to sit on the couch and be spinning your wheels and you're laying right. down, but you're going crazy and that's not restful. Um, so I wrote down, uh, his transition from work to rest practices that he told us about. Um, can I share them real quick? Please. Okay. By okay. all means. Um, I need the refresher. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so his first one was moments of peace and he talked about pouring his coffee and sitting on the back porch and just like taking in the views and smelling his coffee and just that, that moment of like, ah, uh, you know, which mm -hmm. I, which I love. 
Um, then the second one is a spiritual practice. He said he like journals or um, he's got a devotional, I think. Um, three, third is looking through his calendar of the previous week. And I thought this was so interesting. It, to me, when I heard it at first, I was like, that feels like homework. Don't want to do it. But <laughs> it's not but interested. It, yeah. Right, right. But it, it goes in line with like, I was reading another book that said like when you journal, like you should go back through your journal and read like how far you've come, read what you've learned this year. And I was like, I've never done that. Like I keep a journal and I write in it sometimes. Um, but then it's, it's written. It's, I just want it like documented, but yeah. I, but like he goes through his past week so he can see like what worked for certain meetings, what didn't. And he learns every week. And if you do that 52 times in the year, like how can you not grow? Yeah. From, from doing that. I thought that was so cool. And then the last one was physical activity, which, you know, I'm all We know, we know how you feel about that one down. (laughs) The rest is uncertain, but I've got that one. (laughs) I think it's funny that you um, mentioned about going back through the the calendar, because when we, when we started just this conversation earlier, you were talking about how you had just gone back through your goals. And that's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really interesting. That's, that's a great practice. That's a good thing that I should, I should do more of that. Go back. Um, I, I do that during writing seasons, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, I go back and I read this and I'm like, Ooh, this is pretty good. <laughs> some <laughs> of this, you know, I learned some things here. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, you know, do something with this. And I think it, it is, it's really important to go back and, and not only look at how far you've come, but, the, the crap that you survived. <laughs> I think yeah. that needs to be celebrated too. Give yourself credit. For sure. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. So then we set sail after yeah. that one, didn't we? <laughs> bon like <voyage>. that transition. <laughs> yeah. See you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we took kind of his theme about purpose um, unbeknownst to us. And, and we, when we learned about Bryn and her story, um, Bryn is... <laughs> accomplished AF is what I yeah. wrote on my note card yeah. because <laughs> it was intimidating. On. That was one that I was like, Oh my gosh, she's done so much. She's so young. Like I felt like really incapable. <laughs> if yeah. I'm being completely honest, I'm like, what do I have to bring to this was conversation? It, was it the hundred books or the fact that she's sailing around the world? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And that like national geographic, you know, educator status. Yeah. That, that's just like, it, it blows my mind. Um, but she was awesome. We learned so much about um, the ocean, <laughs> microplastics, yeah. uh, our environment. Uh, she was cool. Like, I don't yeah. know. My, my favorite moment from her episode, um, and again, I think I, that caveat back into um, Chad in, in Purpose, is when she shared this story about her getting that call about, you know, she was at the park with her boys and she got that call that said, we're thrilled to welcome you aboard on something that she didn't think she had a chance getting. Uh, I love moments like that. And that was really, really exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm back to the practicality (laughs) because I'm a feeling, I I feel things. (laughs) (laughs) I just loved all the tools that she gave us to help, um, you know, like reduce our waste and help save the world because of the plastics like she was talking about there are plastics in the ocean that are like the size of our pinky nails and it's making the ocean almost like a soupy consistency because there's so much of it and so doing little things she mentioned um buying toothpaste tablets that's what Clayton and I use chew tab now it's it's on Amazon like they're little tablets they dissolve in your mouth and and you brush with that and um using the bamboo toothbrushes instead of the plastic toothbrushes um 
BYOB, bring your own bag instead of the reusable single-use plastic bags. She said that's the most important one just because there's, I mean, we use it for 15 minutes while we're in the car and it's still something I forget sometimes. And I, like, I think of Bryn instantly. I'm like, oh, sorry, Bryn. Like, oh, crap. I know. (laughs) need to do better. What Um, would Bryn do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know she'd leave and go get her bags and come back in. (laughs) And she's all about that life, man. Like her and her kids do cleanups and they, they use the reusable cups. I mean, they really are the people that if, are making an impact or at least trying. And I think that that's so respectable. Yeah. And I will bring up one more time, the four ocean, the number four ocean. Um, they're a company that's cleaning up ocean plastics and they, uh, they make little bracelets, little bead beaded bracelets. And, um, every bracelet takes a pound of plastic out of the ocean. So you feel like you're doing a good thing and, and helping the sea turtles and the orcas and, and all the little ocean animals. And so, um, I love it. There's just another thing you can do to help. So that was, that was my big takeaways. I was like, I've got, I've got work to do. I can do better. Yeah. I felt that way too. I felt that way too. And, and hopefully, I mean, I haven't um, got to speak to her on uh, stuff with expedition, but she's supposed to set sail this coming year. So I mean, we just wish her like the best she'll be going through Australia, which is near and dear to my heart for obvious reasons. Um, so I think like, it's just really cool that she's able to do that and, and she's putting in the effort to actually make a difference. And, and I love that. I love that yeah. she was rewarded with that opportunity. Um, and another cool thing, I don't know if you realize this, but we started copying conversations that same week that we recorded with Bryn. And here oh, was it? <laughs> it was. God, that feels like ages ago. That's crazy. I know. It's funny how it all comes together. But yeah, yeah, we started it that week just on International Coffee Day thinking we would, you know, try it out. And we had so much fun that we've been doing it nearly every week since. So yeah. it's been yeah. good. It's been really good. I think this is our um, 11th I went, episode. Yeah, that's insane. That's <laughs> crazy. 11 weeks flies by. And it was actually longer than that because there's a few weeks that we just didn't do it. So yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or technology issues or what? Oh, yeah. Mercury. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's like every week. Um, <laughs> I want you to really talk about um, this next episode because yeah. this one is so special mm-hmm. to both of us, but especially to you because you are friends. This is a client of yours. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, an actual friend of yours. So talk to me about Lori and her episode. Yeah. I love you more with Lori. Um, I, I don't know if it's kind of like children, you don't want to pick a favorite, but if I could, it would be this just because she, first of all, she's so articulate and her story is insane. Like you, you'd read a book about it and think it was fiction because so she's been through so much struggle. Um, her mom passed away, um, saving her from drowning, um, when she was six. And so since then, her grandma essentially raised her. And what we were talking about was kind of the role reversal um, in that now she's taking care of grandma um, and she's dealing with the Medicaid and the hospice nurses and the retirement home in general and, and just the, then the finances and, and everything. She has just taken over and, and it is a full-time job. And, and that's just... Mm-hmm the paperwork, like that's not even the emotions you feel when you're helping someone as, as you see them deteriorating. And, um, she's just got so much strength and, um, and, and love for, for her grandma, but really for, for anyone in her life. Like she is a fierce friend, like you want her on your side and she's she's 100%. 
Amazing. And, and um, Doris did pass away at the beginning of this month, um, but she got to be with her. Um, and so she was with her until her very last breath. And, and that's all she wanted. She wanted her to, to just go peacefully and to be able to be with her. And um, obviously she's, she's hurting right now and, and our hearts go out to her, but um, all the she's love, just happy. All the she's not yes. struggling anymore. Yeah. So, so yeah. it was a, just a beautiful story. If, if, then in my opinion, if you listen to one episode, like, and you want to feel the feels, that's, that's the one for that's me. That's a good place to start. That's yeah, a really good yeah. place to start. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, that was the first time we heard about EMDR too, which then became a theme for other episodes that we were going to have, which it's, again, it's just so funny how like things happen, in. play out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lori talked to us about EMDR because like you said, she did go through like so much intense, intense traumas in her life. And whether she sees them that way or not, that's just what they are because she survived a tornado and that wasn't even like a compelling thing. And you right. remember, you're like, oh, and by the way, yeah, like, that's was. just and how, by the way, how she it, is. She's, yeah. Yeah. It ripped yeah, the roof she, off her ceiling. She had to hold her cats so they wouldn't blow away. Like that she's been in her skin. She said her skin still, when she hears a storm or she feels exceptionally anxious or stressed, she'll feel her skin itching. Um, mm -hmm. From the debris, her, her therapist, her EMDR therapist said it stems from the debris that was falling on her when she was in that tornado. And it's just like, like, that's a movie. That's not, yeah, don't like through that. That's crazy. And that was just like a blip of a, oh yeah, and by the way, this also yeah. <laughs> happened. Yeah. So her story is so intense. Um, but what's even more intense, honestly, and not to sound corny, is just she loves people. She is a survivor. She's awesome. Like you, she's totally someone you want in your corner. I, I want to echo that statement. She is just awesome. Absolutely. She will awesome. fight I for you. Her. And she did Ugh. that. And the yellow she butterflies. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Do you want to move Up on next. to the next one? We're flying yes. through. We're flying we are. through. <laughs> we are. So next one was authenticity and intuition with Janet. And Janet was a woman that I had met when I worked at LA Fitness and she became a client of mine. And I was with her through my whole transition into um, starting my own business and, and changing to a different gym. And um, she helped me um, just talk about what my, what my brand is. It was the first time I had heard like, or thought about like a brand for myself. And I don't think it ever really, sunk into the the way that she was like you, you know you you just have a plan you need a, a vision board and, and she helped take pictures of me for um my online business and it was just like she helped me so much and uh and so I wanted to have her on and this was another one where it just kind of totally went a different direction than I had originally thought it would um because she started talking about how she is an intuitive empath and how she's does readings for people now. And that's like a whole different branch of, of uh, her business that I didn't even know. Cause it, it had been a while, a few years since we had talked, that was just a whole new development. Um, my favorite thing about Janet was she talked about when she was discovering her intuition was like a superpower of hers. And she, I wrote down what she said, cause it was so beautiful. She started to prioritize being authentic over being liked. And that just like hit me in the face because I've done that my whole life. Is it yours the same? 
My heart sunk 1,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a theme in my life. I've always said, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. But it's like, mm -hmm. but are you being your authentic self? And, and she yeah. took the leap of faith. She changed her entire business. She went with her gut and her heart and and that's what she does now and and, and I just yeah, think that's she's so admirable. Continued. Yeah, she's continued it and she's she's you know become really vulnerable within her business too of, of teaching people how to get that for themselves. Um she's incredible. You, you check her out on Facebook. You can go back through any of our stuff and find any of the information you want about all these people and episodes that we're talking about. I don't want to bore you guys with that stuff, but if the information's there if you want to find it. Um so so please connect yeah. with these people. But um, she was incredible. I, I liked how she really focused on, um, sorry, I'm trying to look at my notes at the same time, uh, to, to really not dwell, but to take your lessons and, and to keep living. And I thought that that was just really awesome. She, uh, the big aha moment for me, um, and I'm going to try not to talk about myself too much here because that's not what I'm trying <laughs> to do. But some of these conversations hit you so deep in the gut that you're like, crap, I was supposed to hear that, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and, and she was like that. I, I think a lot of the times, like within my businesses and things, sometimes I don't feel supported by like my family members or, or other people. I'm thinking like, damn, you would think that they would be interested in what I'm doing. And sometimes they're just not. And yeah. she talked a lot about that. She talked about how that's not our family's role. Um, they're going to be there to support us in other ways. And I needed to hear that. And I was able to kind of pick myself up and out of my own little like bunk that I put myself in out of my own expectations, um, yeah. to really just understand that. And I felt like throughout that entire episode, she was just delivering hit after hit after hit of information that I needed to hear. And, um, That's I, the impact. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and it was, it was fantastic. And what I like about her is, is she's just direct. And one of my favorite quotes that we pulled um, from the episode and we shared like on social and things was, is this opinion, is this person's opinion going to pay my bills? When she said that, it Great. was like a mic drop moment. We were yeah. like, yes. You know? <laughs> and she's got so many of those moments. Um, she's been in some of these um, coffee and conversations. So find her. She, she's a wealth of knowledge and we had a lot of fun. So yeah, that yeah. was good. That was yeah. really, really good. And up next, we had Mandy Walsh from Spanga, the um, new, it's a, um, a, it's not a gym, but it's like a boutique fitness kind of, is that how you would explain it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 20 minutes of spin, 20 minutes of strength, 20 minutes of yoga. So you put that together, it's Spanga. Um, what hilarious one is opening up like five minutes from my house, which is It was there. It was in your face. I love those good little reminders. <laughs> exactly. And um, just her, her positivity in general is contagious. And so I, it was a You're breaking up, babe. I don't know. Oh, no. Guys, can you hear Leanne? Can you let us know in the comments if you can hear or not? Oh, hello. You're kind can of you hearing me now? now. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. It's just a little delayed. Okay. So. Okay. You can go for it. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I was just saying, like, I'll take any opportunity. Oh, no, I think I'm frozen again. I'll, no, I'll take any good. opportunity to talk with another trainer about fitness and health and, and uh, just gym gym life. Uh, so, 
it was just a good conversation, a bunch of little fitness gems here and there. Um, I think, is it because it's been an hour? Is that why it's, it's doing this now? I don't know. I don't know. We'll rush through. Are you good on time? Do you want to continue? Yeah. It's yeah. worth it. These people gave us our time, so we're going to give them hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, I was blown away by that episode with Mandy, honestly, because um, I, the, the thing that stood out for me is the things that you guys hear, uh, mm. you know, on your end. There is a moment um, in that conversation where y'all talked about like people saying, so what do you do for work? And is that a real job? And I, that made me so furious. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know. I just, I see how much you guys put into your businesses and, and how you want to help people. And to me, that's an insult uh, to my friends and I don't like it, but I, I thought it was and really, really interesting. I will say like the first few times I heard it, I was like, what the hell? Like I was, I was frustrated by it, but it, it does come from a place of like, I didn't feel like they were trying to diss us or what we do. It mm -hmm. was kind of like, your job is, is too fun to be a job. Like, I kind of took it that way. Like, okay, so this is what you do for fun, but like, what do you do for work? And, and so it kind of, I, I think I have to take it that way or else I'd, I'd be like, go yeah, away. Like me, just angry. <laughs> There's my rage coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to my friend that way. Don't talk to my friends that way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. It's so, so true. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a great episode. I learned a lot. I'm, I hate that we haven't been able to go take a class yet. And with me, you know, moving, um, it's going to be even stretched out further, but hopefully we can make that happen. I, I would really like to be able to go do that when I'm back yeah. in town and things. So yeah, um, we'll you know, you talked earlier about your kind of favorite child episode. Um, the next one for me was that, that was Iris. Yeah. Um, she was the, she is a clinical social worker. She's written several books, one called role reversal, where we talk about kind of dying with dignity. Um, and that's an intense topic. Um, we talked a lot about grief in that one. And, um, she is someone that I found in the midst of dealing with my own grief. Um, I'm coming up on a year of my grandmother's passing and it rocked my world. And so yeah. to be able to talk to somebody who has kind of helped other people navigate that at a time when, again, I felt like, dang, the stars aligned and I was supposed to talk to you today. Like that's how I felt with Iris. Um, she, she just means so much to me. Like, I don't even know what to say because that episode was just so important and there's so much good information and she wants people to have that information and caregiving is so beautiful and the people that can do it um and we're put on this earth to do it are angels <laughs> i'm convinced yeah. of it yeah so go ahead and it, was, it was another one of those stories just about how like she turned struggle into something beautiful like she wants to inform people to make make the most out of really tough situations like infertility and um and caretaking like you said and i just think I told my mom after, after she listened to the episode, like Iris is like a warm blanket. Like, yeah, it's like you talk to her and you just feel like comforted and, but she's just like blasts you with all this like practical information. Um, it, it was a, just a great episode, just full of gems. I, I love mm -hmm. that episode too. And she's just yeah. such a sweet, sweet soul. Um, I'm team Beyond. Iris for sure. <laughs> Beyond. She, yeah. um, she's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that, that's, I like how she talked about, um, I wrote this down and I think it's important to say, uh, just about having the proactive conversations before a crisis. 
yeah. so that you're talking to people where, while they're able to talk and, and specifically to like end of life things to know their wants and needs and, and to have the importance of having those conversations when they're in a spot where they're well long before anything happens um, so that you're not dealing with being overwhelmed and dealing with taking care of somebody who's on, on the decline. I think it was yeah. such an important thing. And like you said, she gives so many practical um, ways to go about doing that. So that that's one definitely worth listening to, especially if you have like aging parents or, or a parent yourself um, or, you know, yeah. have parents. <laughs> so basically anybody yeah. needs to, everybody needs to listen to this episode. Yeah. It Agreed. Good. It was good. The next one, uh, therapy sesh with the Nicoles. Um, yes. That was a fun one. Uh, it was. My, it was. I think my favorite part about that episode, I, I asked them a question about, um, like, does the untriggerable human exist? Like, is, is that a thing? Do we heal to a point where we don't get triggered by sp specific personalities or traffic or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is? Um, and they basically said no, which <laughs> crushed my hopes and dreams. But um, and you were depressed. No. Yeah. <laughs> Does it doesn't get better? It doesn't get. Oh, okay. Thank you. No, but um, they talked about basically life is trigger management and um, healing past triggers to get to a point where you can detach whatever negative feelings it is that you have from whatever triggered you, and you so you notice it, but it doesn't up up you know, it doesn't affect really you maybe in the way it had previously or prior or whatever. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was I good found, information. Yeah. I, what I liked about too, cause we talked a lot about like repressed trauma and stuff and I can't remember which Nicole said it, but it was um, that physical and emotional pain are processing the same part of the brain. And I did not know that prior yeah. to, and I thought that that was a really interesting um, thing to kind of look into, you know, yeah. to, to really research that, but things can be painful, whether it's physically happening to you or emotionally, they can kind of, they're processed in the same area of your brain. So they're going to feel pretty equal, <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're hard things to have to deal with. So, um, that was a really well, that's fun so one. true. I, I've, I've heard before that like your body, um, processes stress, like it can't differentiate between mental stress and physical stress, but mm -hmm. I hadn't heard that same, same thing in terms of pain. Um, but it's so true. Like I have a client who, um, she's got a great life. Like she hasn't been financially affected by the pandemic. Um, she, uh, is super healthy, eats really well, um, gets thousands of steps a day. Um, but she just got a whoop recently, which we talked about in Mandy's episode of yeah. strap and it detects heart rate variability, which is like the amount of time between heartbeats. And it's supposed to vary because your sympathetic nervous system is trying to get your heart rate just to go. Cause that's your fight or flight, right? And your parasympathetic nervous system is supposed to get your heart rate to just slow down and relax. So you should have a good balance. Um, and hers is 30% lower than the average woman her age. And it does not make sense outwardly because she is so healthy and eats so well and lives a great life. But she's got, a, she's got kids and, and she's stressed to the max with their issues and her body feels it like her heart rate mm -hmm. variability is low because of that. And so, um, I, I was teaching her box breathing and, um, just different things. She's, she's got a sauna. So just infrared, uh, just relaxing awesome. in the sauna. We talked about meditating. And so it, it's, it's true. Like you gotta, you gotta manage your stress and you gotta manage your pain and, and it doesn't go away on its own, you know? So 
I like that too, talking about different ways to, to cope with that too. Sorry, I took yeah. that on a tangent. <laughs> no, that it was beautiful information. I love hearing you go on tangents. You got a lot of good things to say, girl. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. Um, well, speaking the- of people who have a lot to say, our next guest, yeah, the second to the last one was Anthony <laughs> Russo. He is yes. a firecracker in a human body. He is awesome. Yeah. yeah. He made us laugh. He's, he's he made great. us think. Um, we talked about his organization, Be the Change, um, which is turning politics positive in a sense. Um, he's got a, a, his resume is insane. He's got so many shows. He's got his own podcast network where they have, um, at the time when we recorded with him, they, they had two shows, Change Makers and Set You Free, or The Truth Will Set You Free, excuse me. Um, and since then, he's yeah. added even more. So he's a busy guy, um, and we had so much fun on that one. What were your favorite moments yeah. besides his dog joining us? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that was part of mine, too. That's what oh, you no, said. Leanne, oh, no, we're losing you again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shoot. Okay. Okay, you're back. Uh, well, you missed my that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the timing of the podcast was just perfect. It was right after the election. And there was a lot of tension and craziness going on. Um, mm-hmm. And his mission is to create, like you said, like positivity and coherence within like political conversations. And it's really polarizing all the time, but especially right in that November election period time. And um he just does a great job with it. He's so informed and he's, even if he, like, he's one of those people that if he's having an argument or not an argument, I want to say a discussion with someone and he knows he's right. He's not going to like arrogantly throw it in your face. He's just mm-hmm. going to inform you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what I love of it. That Clayton, Clayton has that too. It's like, there's, there's no like ego, like you're wrong and I'm going to prove it. It's just like, Hey, have you heard about these facts though? Like, have you looked into this and, and have you thought mm-hmm. about it this way? And it, it almost makes you feel like a little kid. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But your ego's not getting beat down by like, it's the way he goes about it is, is so great. And yeah. And then, and, and Woody was also my part of my favorite. <laughs> Hilarious. So yeah. like while we're recording this, um, his dog's like eating his apartment, <laughs> his, his whole apartment. And all the entire apartment. And so we're trying not to laugh and we're trying to like get through it. And those like those are the moments that I love that sometimes don't I guess you can't see it, you know, in the show. Yeah. And it's I love those moments. They're so funny to me. Um because we just rolled with it, you know, and, and we ended up having a really great conversation um through the whole process. And like I said, Anthony's doing really cool things. I was so intrigued by him because he when and have the conversation started, we didn't want to be political at all. We didn't want to talk about any of that stuff. We kind of shied away from it. We knew that we kind of wanted to dance around it when it was possible um, because it was important and, and skirting around what he's doing. He, he's very transparent um, and, and he brings people from all sides of the aisle to, together to talk and, and to have discussions in, in a really respectful um, in safe and in productive way. And, and I love that about him. I just want to see him succeed always because I, I love what he's about. So, and he's a good time. Yeah. He's just so fun. <laughs> yeah. Just so fun. Good energy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking and of good energy, but not least, these yeah. are just transitioning so seamlessly. Our last episode, um, that we aired was with Brendan Kumarasamy, um, the CEO of master talk. 
Mm -hmm. What a treat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. And, and not, not unexpected because you can tell in his videos, he's got energy and, but, but just like, he's so positive and just rolls with the punches. Like he, he got our humor, you know? It's just a, a so little quickly, goofy, a little quirky, a little off, and, and we all clicked right away. It was like, you are my people. <laughs> and I love that about him. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. He, he, we talked about a lot of things, um, you know, facing insecurities, that self-doubt. And I think a lot of those things just go hand in hand with public speaking. Let, not a lot of people want to <laughs> do that. It's not something that they jump out of bed to do every morning. And in fact, he said that, even his wasn't brought on by, you know, that it, it he was kind of yeah. forced into it when he was sent to like a French speaking school and he had to yeah. learn all these different things and, and the importance of communication. And he laid out really great practical steps for public speaking. And he just has all these, again, just little nuggets of wisdom. And he's so himself and he's so humble about who he is and where humble. he's at and what he's doing. And yeah. he's awesome. He's so much fun to talk to. Um, and I loved his advice of, you know, be insane or, or be the same. Yeah. <laughs> I say it to yeah. myself often. Uh, <laughs> he just is one of those people. So, yeah. Yeah. His, his, his business is called master talk and he's mm -hmm. got a YouTube channel. He's got an Instagram page. I'm sure he's got Facebook. Um, but he has like, even just like 30 second clips of tips on that will, will change how you talk to people like and he talks about how public speaking isn't just like talking in front of a crowd like it's it's communication when you break it down you know and um we're that's what we're here to do we communicate all day long with other people and there's always little things you can do to make yourself a better communicator and that was my favorite thing that he said because he talked about um he made a point that delivery of a message is more important than the message itself and to me that was like, the so counterintuitive yeah like, yeah I was like, no, you need, you need to have a good message. Like, but if you don't have a good delivery, then it doesn't matter what the message is. And I was just like, oh yeah, like, of course, that, like that makes perfect sense. But I just never thought about it that way. Um, and he has just yeah. videos on videos on videos. He said he creates his videos up to three years in advance. So he's got a huge bank of just tips and tricks for public speaking and, and how to be more confident public speaking and my, even my brother, because he talks in, in front of his work people a lot, and he's watching his videos and getting, getting good information, and um, it's just, he's just, fant he's fantastic. He's a fantastic yeah, human. Yeah, he really is, and we're taking a lot of the things that um, he talked about within, like, his business and just the, the lessons that he's learned, and we're applying them, you know, ourselves to our life. Like you said, we're, we're communicating with people all day long, and so we want to do it the best way that we can. Um, and we're learning and we're growing too, you know? And so we're going to be trying new things. And uh, I think we have him to really thank for that. He really, really um, gave us some good tools and he's going to continue to make really great content and deliver them um, in a way that, you know, is, is digestible for people where they can actually really get things out of it. So it's been an incredible season. Mm -hmm. I, it, yeah. 19 episodes, babe. Like what? <laughs> I know. We did it. Babe. 19. We got through. Oh my God, we did it. It's going to be way more next year. Yeah. So much more. Um, probably not so many breaks, uh, but that's okay. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, we've got really, really great people coming. Um, yeah, I, I freak out just even thinking about it. Every single person has been 
so good from season one to now to where we're going. I mean, every single person in every single episode has just been really open and vulnerable with us and, and shared what has and hasn't worked for them. Um, and I think that's where we learn. That's, that's how we kind of heal together, come together um, by talking things out. So I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm all about yeah. it. I'm proud yeah. of us. Um, I'm proud of the people that, that gave their time, time to us. And it's been incredible. I can't, can't thank you enough for doing it with me. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I can't thank you enough for inviting me. And, and I'm so thankful for all the people, like you said, that were vulnerable enough to just talk and, and spread their message to us. Everyone, everyone has a story and everyone has a message. And I think that's why, you know, we're, we're doing what we're doing. You spread, spread the knowledge, spread the love and, and, everyone's got their own version of that. And so mm -hmm. um, we're excited. We've got a lot of great guests for next year. And um, we were joking about how like the, the schedule is writing itself. Like people, it people are coming in from the woodworks and, and with exciting stories and they've done amazing things. And, and so we just hope to keep, keep, you know, sharing that with, with everyone who, who wants to listen. All to we that. can do. That's all we can yeah. do. Um, we are going to be like, from the business standpoint, because I can't help myself, I like to let everybody know what's going on because yeah. it's important to me because we built this with y'all, you know, through, through this whole process. Um, it, it's going to be changing up a little bit, uh, but good changes, stick with us, um, you know, join us on other platforms and, and subscribe to all the things because <laughs> we're, uh, you know, we're not going we're anywhere growing. anytime soon. We're evolving. We're growing. It's wild to think about. It's mm -hmm. wild to think about. Um, but I'm excited. There's, there's just good things. And I just want every, I want to bring everybody on for the ride that wants to be here. So, um, mm -hmm. the continued support has just been incredible. So bring on 2021. <laughs> <Last> <laughs> so ready, so ready, like ready to kiss mm -hmm. goodbye to, uh, 2020, I think for sure. Uh, it, it's been good though. Like I, I've yeah. got more good than bad in 2020, despite everything. Um, I just want everybody to stay really healthy and it's been a growth year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think this was a year of growth for a lot of people and a, a year of struggle. And so I'm ready to see what that, where that brings us, you know, I'm, I'm ready for a fun year. I'm ready for things to open up and I think I'm cutting out again. So Let's oh, just no, end you're... 2020 and, and move forward. <laughs> Cheers to that, babe. Happy, Cheers to happy that. new year. Happy early. new year. Ching. <laughs> um, Ding. Yeah. Happy new year. We'll see you guys in 2021. Holy crap. It's finally yeah. here. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we invite you to come be a part of the HDC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at have the combo information on all of our shows, guests, and more, visit htcpod.com. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Talk soon! soon.